Today is April 26th, Sunday, April 26th, or maybe you're listening on the 27th. I don't care. The Yankees just played four games against the Twins. They had 39 hits, 11 home runs, and 33 runs. They won all four games, the last one coming on a walk-off by my man, Gary Sanchez. We are going to talk all about this series. We got a happy podcast day. Let's talk Yanks. Alright, what's up everybody? It is Thursday. I think I might have said Sunday. I don't know. It's Thursday. We just finished the series. It's 2 o'clock my time. I'm in California. My name's John Boy, which is 5 o'clock East Coast time. Gary Sanchez hit the walk-off literally 20 minutes ago. I haven't taken a breath since, so this is... My emotions are still running through. I did all my breakdown videos. I got Jake, my co-host, on the other end coming to us from Denver. Jake, what's up? Jimmy, how are you? I'll, I'll let you breathe for a second if you want it. Um... It's funny that you opened with the stats because this is this is actually the first week you and me were like, hey, we should have a stats sheet that we both go off of. Like normally we pick and grab our own stats. This was the first week we were like, ah, let's combine it. One Excel spreadsheet with all the stats. And dude, I started double checking stuff because the home runs were silly. The RBIs were silly. Good series. We're happy. Well, dude, I was... Okay, so here's the thing. I was like, all right, shit, we may lose this last game, but it's still a good series, Jimmy. Don't be upset about it. It was still a good series. Don't make it a, like a downer podcast just because the last game was a loss. And then we get that, which is, I mean, that's that's my everything, Jake. That's my man doing my favorite thing on that's can be ha- done on a baseball field. I am so excited. I was wearing my He Is Gary shirt today just because that's what I put on and I was wearing a sweatshirt and then when I was live on Periscope, I, I like it clicked in my brain like, oh, I'm wearing his shirt. Take off the sweatshirt. Celebrate. So it it looks like I called it. Maybe I did. Maybe my brain called it in my without, you know, my my brain knowing. I think I get credit because I tweeted it out before it happened, but Fernando Rodney's on my fantasy baseball team. And I benched him today because I was like, I can't have Rodney going against the Yanks. And comes in, blows it, go Yanks. Go Yanks. This was uh, a nice sweep. The Twins the twins are just like poor, Tough. the poor, poor Twins come to the Bronx and get swept. We were getting no hit. I said in my recap that it's basically, you know, we beat the Twins in like we blew them out. We let them hang around for a little bit, but we didn't really rip their hearts out. And that's that's what they were doing. They're like, you know what? We know we can beat the Twins in only one inning of work. So let's just do nothing for seven innings. Let's like rest. It's been tiring. Let's just rest. And then in the last inning, we'll just beat them. Easy as that. It's a good strategy. You think they tried to get no hit by Kyle Gibson? They were like, let's innings. let's not do a thing. It's been exhausting. Yeah. We've been scoring way more runs than we need to score guys they want to watch they want to watch the nfl draft tonight so they were like we have to rush this yes let's just as many runs as they score by the ninth inning we will just get more 
and then we'll only win by one. It'll be a lot less tiring than like, you know, putting up 14 and 11 every night. That's what they were doing. And John, I, I want to get it out there because you're, you're a New York sports media voice now. No, that's Who not Who do you have the Giants taking it to? Uh, um, Josh Rosen. Wow, okay, there it is. Giants take Josh Rosen. Everyone send angry football tweets I, to Jimmy. I used to be an active Giants fan, but I didn't. You're fading because of this Yankees nonsense. I haven't, dude, I used to be an active Sharks fan too, and I haven't Oh, watched. this Yankees dynasty, <laughs> and oh, it's your job now, and they're so good. <laughs> they're so good. What's our record now? We're like uh, 15 and 9. Fifteen and nine. We'll never catch the Sox. They're gone. <laughs> They've won. They already the, won the East. They won the East. Like we need them to collapse. No. Oh wait, we have sixteen more games against them, and we're playing pretty damn well. Well, Jake, do we need to go into anything? Do we want to just talk about um, Gary Sanchez and how he's so cute and shit like that? I mean, yeah, that's that's what this podcast is. The Gary is cute podcast. We gotta we gotta bounce through the games quickly, right? Okay, yeah. So game one was Tanaka, correct? Tanaka. Tanaka Tuesday fell on Monday this week. Yeah, but he, but he panned out. He went like six and two-thirds with two runs, one run? He was six and two-thirds, three hits, one run, two walks, five Ks. He looked good. And Stan went four for four. Stan homered, Didi homered, Anduhar homered. He was good. What was? I felt like there was a moment in that game where – it looked like the wheels were coming off Tanaka and then he saved it or there was a good defensive play. I'm drawing a, drawing a mental fart right now. I don't know. But it just, it feels like Tanaka has that moment in each start so far and it's his fight or flight moment. And he got through with that game and then the Yankees just blew the hinges off. Did you, did you already name all the homers? Yeah. Andujar, yeah. uh, Didi and Stan game two, we had Gary hit two homers Judge hit a homer. Didi hit a homer. CeCe went six innings pitched, zero runs, two hits, zero earned runs. Um, Dellen was bad. Dellen got his first win in the fourth game. But first, the third game, Sonny did uh, – Right. Sonny improved, but nowhere near You're good. flying. You're flying. What if people miss these games? They don't it miss. The deep, people that listen – The people that tune in to a podcast to listen to straight-up Yankees talk – watch the games or at least this keep is, up. No, man, this is their catch up. This is their one hour instead of us watching <laughs> 16 hours of baseball. Uh, CC versus Barrios, which was cool. The young, the young buck on the twins. And it was, it was funny because Yankees Twitter was given a ton of love. They're like, Oh, this guy's really good. This Barrios is a stud. And then when the Yankee rallies, it shat on him. <laughs> Put him on the list. He's done. The t- what, once we cracked Barrios, that's when the series was just over, basically. I mean, we put their bullpen we to to work because we listed, and if you don't know what that means, we got them out before the fifth inning, their first three starters. And we always had the lead, so we didn't even get to see, like, Addison Reed and Fernando Rodney, and uh, um, really, because they used those until today. today. And Reed did good, Zach Duke did good, but Rodney didn't. And, dude, you missed the biggest thing in the series, game one. Chad Hale pitches two innings DFA'd. It's not Chad Hale. It's David Hale. Yeah, well, I want to call him Chad. Fake fan alert. You and me are one-two in the David Hale fan club. Yeah. We saw him in spring. We knew he'd be a stud. Two big innings. And then DFA'd the next day. Yes. Yes. Um, Game three. Lance Lynn. 
Lance Lynn. So, oh, I thought you were going to run there. <laughs> your your internet broke up. What'd you say? I said game three, Yanks 7-4 final. Lance Lynn was on the hill for Minnesota. I have something to say about and, Lance Lynn. You know, the Yankees were thinking about signing him, but he decided he wanted to come home. He's a fisherman. He's been drinking a lot of naughty ice. Lance Lynn, I, I don't care how clean his face can get from a razor. He can't he can't pull off the Yankee look. Dude's gross. Dude's a gross though. I didn't know what to tweet. I just saw that that picture of him and he was just looking so fat and bloated and sweaty and gross that I didn't know how to caption it, so I just hashtag grosso. And he's just in a middle area right now. Like either go full big or like tighten it up a little bit to show you're an athlete. You can't sit in the middle there. Or grow a full beard or be clean shaven. He's got like that Sydney Ponson, like alcoholic, Ooh. red cheeks, yeah. half stubble. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we jacked up Lancelin, and there were so many. I'm so happy we didn't sign this guy. Meanwhile, Sonny Gray did Sonny Gray things five walks, four Ks. He was so close to getting through five innings, which sucks that we're praying for at this point. Didi and Tyler Austin show, like it was throughout the series. So. Can I say something? Let's let's get the Sunny Gray stuff out of the way because I I got something to say. I figured it out actually. Say it. Here's what we're gonna do, and we're we're gonna really need the Twitter folk to rally around this because this is gonna be tough. Oh wait, this can but roll we, into my swinging bunt, which you don't even know about because we didn't do my. I don't crap. even know about it yet. But, okay, you say you. Are- but you and I, we need our mothers, two Italian mothers, to just go, Sunny, what you doing? Yeah, they need they, they need they need to give him the Italian mother treatment. Like, oh, who's your friends? Who are you hanging out with? What are you doing tonight? They just need to like, Sonny, why are you pitching around these guys? Why aren't you using your stuff? Why aren't you throwing your curveball first strike? He just needs an Italian mother wooden spoon, a little slap to the tush. So, so we'll just set up the meeting with Sonny Gray and our our mothers now, our mothers. I like what you're saying. Where'd you, where'd you go? I like what you're saying. I had a response ready for it. You just, it's like an intervention, but like a, the most loving intervention ever. And they don't even realize they're intervening. They're just like, Sonny, what's going on? We, yeah, it's, we talked it's about moms asking questions that they don't think are hurtful are anything. And they're probing deep into your soul. We talked about like Sonny's parents watching him like have to be like, they're even bored. Like they're like, come on, yeah. Sonny, come on. Um, so, so the fan who, uh, the, the, fa- the Twitter guy who is high IQ guy just tweeted at me right. with a sick, oh, with no. a sick burn. He said at the Yankees game, neon shirt fan was spotted with a sign and t-shirt that read John boy is a poser, LOL, without a doubt. One of the highlights of the game along with L Gary's walk off. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad the walk off was a highlight. You got God, dude, you're dead. You're like crying emoji right now. Is that what the kids call it? Crying emoji is pretty lame. Okay, let's go into my swinging bunt involves Sonny Gray kind of, and it just involves like fanhood in general. And this is it. Well, I'm glad Sonny Gray didn't have a great start because the personal catcher stuff is over. It's like you, you can't harp on that anymore. If he threw Sonny games, if he threw twenty games with Gary and twenty games with Romine, their ERAs would flatten out. Sonny is doing bad because Sonny does bad. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. And from here on, it'll just be Sonny pitch better, and that'll be the end of. I liked what Paul O'Neill said on the broadcast today. Sonny Gray always goes for the O2 strikeout pitch. He never 
his he never threw his curveball in the zone to like get a strike yeah, no. or challenge a hitter. He always throws that curveball that starts in the zone and then bounces in the dirt. And if guys know you're doing that, they don't fear it and then it just tumbles out of control. So I don't know. I didn't hate what I saw from Sonny. I mean, he was still nibbling. If Andujar fields that ball, there was a ball where Andujar was on the right side of second in a teacup shift. Sonny probably gets out of there five innings pitch, and I don't know. We still shrug and say, meh, okay, do better. But, um, yeah, he's he just got to attack the zone more. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what's going to be the, the, the crack that hoots the canary. What's the saying? I think you got it. You nailed it. The crack that hoots the canary. Nailed it. Yeah. The crack that hoots the canary. Yeah. Okay. That's what they used to call my uh, grandpa, the crack that hoots the canary. The crack that hoots the canary. What's uh? You got a you got other swinging bunt? Yeah. What do you got? So this was my other swing bunt for fans. Can we please stop? Every time you compliment one dude, you have to insult another. Like Andujar rakes. Oh, Drury sucks. Like oh, tough for Drury. Drury's not like I understand it is tough for Drury, but that that's fine. But people are like every time Andujar does like makes like a good defensive play or hits, I'm just seeing everyone knocking Drury. Tyler Austin makes a really nice running grab when Chase and Shreve's pitching in the fog. And all I saw were jokes about how Greg Bird never makes that catch. Like, can yeah. we just let Tyler Austin's catch be great without knocking someone yeah. else? And can we, and Didi does great without comparing him to Jeter's 20 year career. Like as yeah. fans, can we just enjoy the one thing without knocking another thing, please? Yeah. It's that's, that's sports, especially NFL draft. I keep bringing it up. You know I'm a huge draft fan, but we love comparing players to other players. That's just a fascination we have. It's getting so d- – dude, the Didi tweets are getting so obnoxious. They've gone from awesome, like, wow, Didi's having a historic month, to now it's Didi versus Betts, Didi versus Jeter. Dude, I get – like, Stop. So let let DD be DD. So people DM me and I, and on Instagram and on Twitter, and I love it. I'll talk to anyone who wants to talk. Like, that's – it's what I've signed. Talk Yanks. I'd like I talk Yanks. That's what I've signed up for. If you ever need someone to talk about anything, I'll usually chime in. Besides lineup predictions, I hate those. But I get so many people like, "Where do you think Didi's top ten? And I'm like, "Yo, I don't care at all. Right. Top who? Right. Top ten list? Who the fuck cares? There's good. There's good like franchise shortstops, and then there's bad. And I don't give a fuck about anything besides those two categories. And Didi is good. Yeah, I'll. I like that stuff more than you. You don't care about that. I'm stuff. gonna start sending like to them to win. you. I'm just gonna start yeah. sending them to you. Yeah, I uh, only comment from the Talking Yanks crew as of now. Didi's playing really good. There are guys better than him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I I say that in a very loving game. If you grew up a Cleveland fan, you'd say that Didi wasn't even in the same league as Lindor. Corey Seager's really good. Machado's technically a shortstop now who all of you wanted to trade for to start the season. So it's – Didi's really good. Enjoy it. And, en- I, and enjoy Andujar and enjoy Austin without knocking Drury and Bird. Just enjoy the fun. Sure. Some people sure. just enjoy always need five a game, Five-game win streak. Yeah, sweep. Okay. Um, some gappers, Jake, and just to gappers. cover our bases a little, Drury is slowly getting his vision back. He played a game at double-A. He went two for four – with an RBI and two runs scored, so eyesight's working pretty good. He said it's not 100%, but it's definitely improving. So, I mean, good for Drury. I I really don't want to talk about what's going to happen when Drury yeah. comes back. I'd rather – because I don't know, and, I, and no one knows. And 
Yeah. And it's well, let's just see what happens. I I, I told you I'm I'm gonna write a little doo-wop on it just just to lay everything out there with probably a little bit of my opinion. But it's it's a looming thing. It's not there yet. Tyler Austin suspension, blah, blah, blah. Well, we'll see. And I, I know it's, dude, have it play out. Such a good sports term. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, let's just, we know there's a problem on the horizon. Just let it play out and we'll deal with it when it gets there. You say that at work, you get yelled at. In sports, they're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, how's that report? Yeah, how's that report coming? You got it done? Oh, let's not talk about it. I'll just, let's see yeah. how it plays out. When it when it happens, it happens. What else? Uh, we traded for AJ Cole, who I mean is just going to be long man six starter, maybe from the Nationals. I don't really want to put too much thought into that. David Hale, who we said we were big Hale fans, pitches in relief. He gets DFA'd because he's useless for us. We pick up AJ Cole. The Twins say, "Hey, well, we should pick up something while we're here since we can't pick up a win. We'll take David Hale." So now David Hale's on the Twins. Congrats. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. But uh, AJ Cole, for those of you that are geeks, would know the name. He used to be a big-time prospect in 2015. He was the number 30 prospect. Uh, starting pitcher, 6'5", starting pitcher, big dude, 240, I think they got him listed at. Pretty good stuff throughout the minors. It's funny when you go back and look at a prospect because you're always projecting things. His strikeout numbers aren't silly or anything like that. He was good throughout the minor leagues, uh, like a 3.89 career minor league average. And then he just came to the major leagues and was getting roughed up. 5.32 ERA. Um, this year he had a 13.06 ERA. So the Nats DFA'd him. Yanks are going for it. It's a little bizarre, though, because he, he gave up 10 earned runs in one game. So, like, he could have yeah. seven great games after that. His ERA is still going to look like crap. Yeah. And you, I don't know, you baseball. A lot of times it comes back to talent. I know any prospect lovers, the first thing that jumped into my head was Dylan Tate. The Yankees got Dylan Tate from the Astros, I think, who used to be a big prospect. And then they tightened up his motion because I guess he used to have a a crazy delivery. Then they tightened it up and then he didn't play well. (laughs) So the Yankees got him and were like, hey, just pitch the good. And he's been doing that again, and he's climbing up the prospect ranks. You wonder if they saw something like that in A.J. Cole, and that's – how they want to do it, or if they just saw the potential long relief six man arm that, that we've discussed a few times that if he figures it out, he, he could be a good asset for us. Yeah. Low, low risk, decent reward. Yep. And uh, we'll move on. Cause in a, in a four game sweep, the last thing people want to hear is anything about AJ Cole and, and David Hale. Yep. I will say this really quick, Jake. Yeah. If you're in the market for a Jersey, head on down to affordablejerseys.com. They got Yankees jerseys. They got other teams' jerseys, too. If you're buying one of those, it better be a present for a loved one and not for yourself because this podcast is Yankees fans only. They got no names on the back. $99.99, the cheapest no-name, real, majestic, cool base jersey you will find on the entire internet. You want a jersey with a name on the back? You're not allowed to listen to this podcast. Not We'll take anyone who wants to listen, but... Yeah, if you're not a Yankees fan or you want your name on the back of the jersey, can still listen. You can still listen. Just want to confirm. We'll that, take. But. We'll take anyone. That wasn't me. That was uh, the radio host that was running our ad. Right. 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 Back to you guys in the booth. Okay. Thanks, radio guy. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, man. Do we have a, a big stinky cheese? Are we? We're the best ever. Best that ever was. Is that the big? Is that the big topic right now? I think 
the big stinky cheese is just yeah we we are good stanton showing life sanchez showing life uh the pitchers came back i mean we've had a lot of injuries we played a ho-hum team and we took them out back i think you know the yankees here's here's a hot take the yankees are going to keep playing baseball Ooh, um, they, yeah, give them some I know. give them some time to take it in, Jake. Don't just drop that on them and then go to next sentence right away. I know. <laughs> the I I guess the big stinky cheese along with the normal are we good? Yes, we are good. Is uh now it's it's going to be the upcoming schedule. We've got Anaheim coming up on the road. Um who else do we have? Anaheim, Houston, Cleveland, Boston coming up. So we've got a big stretch coming up. That's going to be more of a test, uh, a little road action, and some good teams. We'll get so. we'll get into the Anaheim yeah. stuff later, but should be noted that last year, the first time the Yankees went west was atrocious. It was like the biggest losing streak. I saw a lot of the games from Oakland. I won't be going to Anaheim. I was going to go, but my grandpa's funeral, I've been traveling. That was a surprise travel. I've been traveling too much. I'm not going to go to Anaheim. If Otani was pitching, I was really wanted to go, but he's not, so... My brother-in-law's a big Angels fan, but they just had a kid, so he's not going anywhere. So we're not going to Anaheim. I know that I told a lot of people I would like meet up with them if I was going. I'm not going. If you listen, there you go. Boom. On other news for the upcoming games, we can get into this later. Andrew Miller just got hurt, so that helps the Cleveland okay. series a little bit. It does sorry. Wish you the best. And uh, all right. Oh, we're resigning him this off season. You didn't hear that? I yet? just read that article, dude. I. I'm so sick of these articles that baseball writers do. And it's people enjoy them. Like Corbin pitches uh, a great game and he's from New York. So he grew up a Yankees fan. So now that means 100% he's coming to the Yankees. Every single yep. article that written that day has to be about how Corbin's coming to the Yankees. He's a big Yankee fan. Like, okay. He grew up in New York. And then I also got like question, like people on Reddit were talking about, we should get Cueto because he's playing good this season so far. Pick him up. Pick him up. Let's great Bumgarner. Pick him up too. And Kershaw's a free Mad agent. Bum. I got something yeah. like, hey, uh, Corbin's great. That'll be a lot cheaper than Kershaw. <laughs> like, like they're all just like, yeah, like one hundred percent. And yeah, I saw and like this. If you're listening, this is Jimmy's nightmare tweet that I saw today. Someone goes, and by the way, we're on a five game win streak. Someone tweeted out, whoa. Now picture this lineup and like the two hitter was Harper. And I was like, stop. Yes, enjoy the present. Stop. 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 That's all Whew. that has always been my biggest like pet peeve is people that can't they have to always be looking forward to the next thing. And right. and I'm just trying to revel and enjoy the thing that's happening. Lean back, enjoy that breeze, baby. <laughs> Let's just go into awards, Jake, because I got we, – we only give two awards out each miscellaneous, and I got so many people that need awards. The Yankees are in the clubhouse. Like, I better get an award right now. I better get an award. Yeah. You be, like, they're they're hungry. So, we got I – have I have one award I'm just so passionate about, and you don't – you have no idea it's coming. Okay. Well, yeah, because we didn't yeah. – I wanted to run hot. I wanted, like – Sometimes, You're hot. sometimes Jake and I sit down and we talk it out. Like I'm going to talk about this guy, so you don't talk about him. Blah blah blah. No pre-show prep at all because I wanted my emotion just to keep going. I'm I'm going to crash so hard once I edit and post this. So hard. So hard. Okay. Um, I like that. Boom. 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 Awards. 
Oh, you know who the awards, awards. You know who the awards are brought to you by this this week, Jake? Who are they bought, brought to us by, Jim? The awards are brought to you by Rutgers Barbershop in Raritan. It's located at 74 Raritan. Ooh. It's in Highland Park. I thought it was in Raritan. Raritan's the high school by the town that I was born in. So that confused me. Highland Park, Rutgers Barbershop. If you live in New Jersey, if you live in that area, uh, it's North Jersey, around New York, kind of. It's a barbershop. They, they're Yankees fans because Jake and I are known, we are known scared haircut ease. Oh, yeah. Like that is the biggest I clam up. I can't talk. Don't – I just like they try to have conversation with me and I'm like, I, I don't know what – I'm out of my element. See, I like the conversation, but I don't start it. Yeah. Because like you're working, you're working on your craft back there. I'm not going to engage you. Yes. You know? Do you look at your phone while you get a haircut? Is that rude? No. I just sweat under the tarp. Dude, I I get depressed every time I get a haircut because that tarp just like cuts off my body. So then it's just my fat head with a bad haircut in the mirror that they're fixing. And I just hate it so much. You're you're sure you don't want us to dye this? <laughs> that every, I get that. <laughs> I get that almost every haircut. Hey, uh, no, you want to dye these grays? <laughs> oh. Oh, you want me to jump off this building? <laughs> I've got a haircut thing for you that you either have a strong opinion on or no opinion on. Awesome. When they say, what do you want in the back? Yes. Do you make a play? Yeah. I just, I just say, oh, yeah. Yeah, what you want. Do you say, because they usually ask rounded or square. I go round because I feel like people that get square – are people that like have swagger and are cool. Like they get square. You're supposed to keep everything. Tight. Yes. Like you get like squared up. Like that's a right. saying people that get haircuts. I got squared up, I think. Right. And I, I don't have any swagger. I don't have any coolness. I don't have any like, like style to me. So I just go keep that round and give me like the little kid look. That's, that's me. Do you remember? I got, I got there <laughs> at our college are a new barbershop opened and we all got like really like too excited like whoa new barbershop this is awesome <laughs> so we went there and it was like it was a barbershop like they they were doing tight haircuts and that's not that's not my game no and so they they gave me the ice picks do you remember that the ice picks yes yes yeah that was not a good look on me no like yeah, I could not pull that off. I think it was square in the back, ice picks. I needed some diamond stud earrings and like a punch in the nose. But that's talking haircuts. Um, Let's get into a war. I had one more haircut. So I had another haircut story. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, so I have my beard that I use because I have to hide my fat face with the beard. And right. um, so I like when they blend the sideburn straight into the beard. That is like, it's kind sure. of like nice looking. So I told right. one of this Russian girls that worked out like the hair, hair clips by college. I said, can you sure. blend that in? She immediately took a razor and just, just <laughs> shaved a line that disconnected my sideburn from my beard altogether. <laughs> Swag. I was like, no, it looked like Giancarlo's eyebrows. I was like, oh no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> No, 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 no. How could you think I wanted this? She goes, well, do you just want the other side the same way? It's like, so now we're just going to fuck up both sides? No. I'll just wait for this yeah. to grow in. And then she says, well, do you want to shave the whole beard? I was like, oh, and then I'll just go look in a mirror and cry <laughs> at my double chin all day? Lady, you, you botched it, and we're just going to move on. <laughs> so head on over to um, 
<laughs> Rutgers Barbershop in Highland Park, New Jersey. Tell them they will give they'll give you a good yes, hint. and the, not, and, not our not our bad. Stars. And the whole the whole point was you can talk Yanks. Like if I can talk Yanks at a haircut place, yes. then I'm going there no matter what. And they say if you say talking Yanks sent you, they'll give you five dollars off. So Boom. shout out to Rutgers Barbershop, and we got some talking haircuts, which turned into a longer talk than I thought. Yeah, let's get into awards. Awards. Who goes first? Who goes first? Um, I don't know. I thought it was you. Now I think it's okay, me. Okay, I'll go first. I have no idea. I'll go first. Okay. First award, if you're a new listener, the first award we always give out is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I get to Pride, give... Pride. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Jake gets to give one. I get to give one. I go first. And it's tough. I really had to mull it over. I was like, okay, a lot of guys did really good this week. A lot of guys deserve our attention. Is there any guy that I, in particular, that I like more than the rest? Um, <laughs> should I? Can I? How can I? Should I? Can I? Gary Sanchez. Pride, pride, pride yes. of the Yankees. Yes. And he wasn't getting it until the walk-off because I didn't think it was justifiable. But that solidifies it. Gary Sanchez on the week. On the week, everybody. He only hit 267. Um, not on the week, sorry, in the series. We do series recaps. Series. You did the batting average by hand, right? Like in your head? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I'm bad at uh, Excel. I didn't know how to set that up properly. Yeah. It's sloppily done. Anyway, he had four hits. Three of them were home runs, eight RBIs, six runs scored, and he took three walks. That's good in a four-game set. Game winner. No doubter. Besides a fair no foul distance-wise. And I'm just, oh, and also he proved that, hey, it's not his fault Sonny's bad. People wanted to think it was Gary's fault. It's not. And you know what? Sevi, Tanaka, Cece rave about Gary. And you can tell they all love him, like in the dugout. And like yes. and Cece has said he doesn't even shake him off anymore. He's like, I love pitching to Gary. They all like yeah. pitching to Gary. Sonny had a quote earlier in the year where he said, let me, let me, um, this is what this yeah. is what Sonny said about Gary earlier. For everyone that says uh, Sonny hates Gary, hates pitching to Gary, hates him, he said, "I love that guy. I mean, he works so hard every day. Just watching him every day, he's a worker, and he's such a likable, lovable guy. You get the sense that he genuinely cares." That's what Sonny Gray said about Gary. He caught Gumby today. Did well. Hashtag Gary cares. Hashtag. Teddy Bear Gare, he's a lovable guy, and I like him. I love him. Eight RBIs, six runs in four games. That's that's pretty good. We've met Greg Bird. Met Greg Bird. We any other player, I don't think I'd I'd I'd, I'd be able to play it pretty natural. Like, oh hey, Judge, what's up? Crack some jokes. Right. Gary, super clam up. I'd be embarrassed of how much yeah. I liked him. To be like, ah, oh, man, don't talk to me. I'm a super, I'm a super weird fanboy of yours. Don't talk. It's awkward. It's embarrassing. I'm gonna embarrass myself. And no, it's funny. Our, we we've talked about our generation. Well, actually, we haven't talked about this, but it's well, you know, people have Twitter fingers, and you know, kids are saying too much and and putting themselves out there. I was gonna say this, that, and the other, but I stopped myself, fans. But I want to keep saying it, so I will. So, someone tweeted. Because I talked about when, what was it? We had a, or we had a runner on second in the seventh or eighth, and Gary didn't get the runner over. Yeah, was that in the seventh? Um, and 
someone tweeted at me like, ah, Gary can be so frustrating at the plate. And I saw what they were saying because, you know, we were struggling for runs today, seventh inning, runner on second. You really want to get that runner to third. And that wasn't in Gary's mind at all. He wasn't looking slapped the other way or anything like that. And it's because he's a stud and he rakes. But in the, in the same time in my head, I'm going – Judge would have made a conscious effort the first couple pitches that if he got one, try to go the other way with it, at least to get the runner to third. And Gary didn't have that look. And I, I was like, yeah, I get it, but the dude's a stud. You, you have someone up like that at the plate, they're not thinking get the runner to third. He's thinking of going out of the park, and he comes through and redeems himself in the ninth. Um, I know there's still some Gary haters out there. It sounds like your boy Michael Kay's coming around on Gary, Jim. He's saying some nice things. Hard to not when throws a throws a, throws a walk off home run up there. Handsome strong boy. Handsome strong. Any 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 last flirty words you have to say about Gary? Um, no, got okay. it all out for now. Pretty nice. Did you see though that a kid came at me talking shit about Gary? Yeah. And then tough turn of events for that kid who who follows me on Twitter. He's probably a nice kid, no hard feelings, but he was like talking shit about Gary because he dropped a pop up in the sun. And yeah. and and through his season batting average, which is tough when Gary's hitting three twenty in his last two yeah. weeks, so it'll get there. Yeah, it's fine. My pride of the Yankees, which you you know the tip of the iceberg, but you don't you don't know the whole thing. My pride of the Yankees this week is Glaber Torres. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. He's a prospect the Yankees called up. Glibber? He got Glibber. Uh Glabe Daddy, as they're calling him, got his first hit Monday night's game. Congrats. <laughs> Claps. Good, good job, Glaber. Hope, hope it's the first of many. Ah. Uh, and so this, this is what's funny for me, because I, I get in the prospect game. I, you can't fall in love with a prospect because if you've never fully like seen what they're about. Like, That's my whole yeah, thing. You, you you show me a highlight of Glaber Torres roping a double down the line, you know, and I, I can show you highlights of Tyler Wade doing the same. A highlight reel is a highlight reel. You really you want to see what the player's actually about. And what was interesting for me about Glaber was, you know, they said he had a pretty good hit tool. You know, they never said his speed was elite. They never said his power looked to be elite. They just said like he was gonna have be a really good contact hitter and he's a baseball player and that had him at the number five prospect in baseball which you're like okay <laughs> so he's he's a baseball player that can hit a little bit so he's the number five prospect but james so he gets that first hit he gets it off his shoulder by the in the series he goes six for 15 three runs one rbi not too super impressive but a good series but he's good with the glove. i'd say six for 15 is pretty good Oh, I well compared to some of the other numbers, and <laughs> let's be honest, we've all dodged giving Didi the pride <laughs> just because he's been insane, and now he'll we get other this. rewards. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Glaber with the glove, just the way he handles it, you say, okay, this guy is a baseball player. He got a ball deep in the shift, no problem, no hesitation. I think he's very good defensively. He's also he's still twenty one. But Jimmy, where I fell in love. And yeah, he's got the hit tool. I'll mention this now, too. Nice, He's got a nice double swing. Once he, once he grows into himself a little bit, you'll see more power. This year's going to be a lot of hard doubles, singles, all of it. James. Yes. Jimmy, 
John Boy. Mm-hmm. Listening. The sacrifice fly. When he scored, when Dozier ran into the right fielder, maybe maybe it was Kepler, maybe it was someone else on the Twins. That's a baseball player. That's that's something you could never teach. That's something you don't teach players. I know. I know they were given some Nevin credit because he's the third base coach there. Real Nevin. Jorge somehow get Jorge Posada gets out on that play somehow. I don't know. Glaber Torres, you're a rookie in your third or fourth game. And you're tagging up on a short fly ball to right. And you score. And you score easily because you knew that there was some confusion on the pop-up. And about 98% of the time, you're going to get there. That 2%, yeah, they probably they, they make the play if everything's perfect. But he read it perfectly. It's a baseball instinctual play. And it's a free run. And I, when I saw that, I, I was... I just I said to myself, Glaber good. What about the tag? What about it. the tag when Gary's throw was running into right field a little bit? Rich back tagged on the stolen base. Dude, he's just he's a baseball player. And you start to understand when they say that when when being a baseball player makes you a top five <laughs> prospect is because he really is. He's I you know, we we just joked about the bad IQ guy. He has a baseball IQ. He's he's thinking of the next play and the next play and what to do. And I'm I'm head over heels for Glaber. So that's why he is my pride of the Yankees. Nice. You like I that? Did. I did. Okay. Um sneaking up to be my favorite player on the team. James. You've been searching for a favorite player. I know. All last season Jake was like having an identity crisis cuz he didn't have a favorite player. He was like, "I guess it's Didi." I don't know. I don't really have a favorite because Jake likes center fielders a lot, but Hicks ain't cracking your top player. Hicks, and then like I was excited for Andujar and Florial because Florial's got these super tools. Maybe we'll see him in like two years. I can't get excited about that. Andujar, yeah, but the reason I love third base is third baseman's with the glove. Like I love Scott Brocious. I wrote I wrote a paper in third grade about Clay Bellinger, the Yankees' backup third baseman. So yeah, so I. Glaber flying up the list. Might see me in an affordable jersey number 25 very soon. Uh, you didn't have a tax one? No. If anything, I'd have a Giambi. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <clears throat> Giambi. Giambi. Well, I'm glad that you have your favorite player, Glaber Good. He, his ability to adjust to pitchers, that's nice. Yeah, and that that was another thing that I like shrugged at. Like, No, he's got yeah, all these things that just sound like hogwash. Like... Uh, he's a baseball player. Right. He makes the adjustments. He's got good instincts. Like, okay, tell me something he's good at, though. Right. It's like, and that was kind of the frustrating thing for me for the past couple of years. But he's he's just good. Yeah. Glaber, Glaber good. good. He's had it right this whole time. Speaking of adjustments, Gary said that uh, when he came up against Rodney, he's like, he's like all day they've been pitching me inside. So I just figured I'd get an inside fastball and hit it into left field. He said it in Spanish, of course, because he doesn't speak English that well. Right. But that's what he said. Or his translator was Neither do or his I. translator was a liar. Yeah, you don't speak English that well. Okay. No. The next award we give out every series is uh, Yankee Motherfucker. Mm. You Yankee Motherfucker. And I'm going to give my Yankee Motherfucker to you. Come on. No, I don't know. I, I, might, I might abstain. I don't want to give it up to Sonny Craig again. And I don't think he deserves it. I don't think Chad had a blip. 
Patances had a bad inning, but then he came back and he got the win with a really good inning on today's game, Thursday's game. Who is it? Like, okay, so Gardner only batted 143, but Gardner pitchers gets on base. He still had, uh, he still scored four runs in four games and got four I, walks. I I have your IMFer, and it's a partially unfair one, but it's it's a good one for you. Okay. Because again, we just won four games, four four out of four yeah, in this series. So tough, tough to tough. get an IMFer. No, know who your IMFer should be? Who? Austin Romine. He couldn't fix Sun. Yeah. Okay, good. Austin, you blew it, man. This was your chance to prove. No, but to prove all to prove all backup catchers around the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is your chance to prove, oh, this isn't a motherfucker, but it's a negative segment. So I will put it in here, okay? Okay. It's not a motherfucker. This is something I did I don't want to tweet this out. Because I don't want to put it into sure. the world. So this is a podcast listeners only thing. Sure. After Didi hit his big home run, he walked into the dugout, and everyone's doing all their fun celebrations, and Gary Sanchez, they walk right past each other, no high five, no eye contact, no anything. Wow. So I'm like, oh, that was weird. Everyone's happy. So I watched every Gary home run and Didi home run from the last five days. Every time Gary hits a home run, Didi isn't in the dugout. I don't know where he is. He hits in front of him, so they never have celebrated after a Gary home run. Didi's just hmm. not anywhere to be around. When Didi hits a home run, Gary is up two after him, so he's like on the on-deck circle. Two times, he's standing at the top of the steps. Didi walks past him, and they don't do high-five or anything. And now he's doing high-five to Giancarlo and Judge, who's like – scores and then goes into the dugout celebrates with everyone two other times because dd hit four home runs they do like a high five okay like nothing big they have no secret handshake they don't dap each other up like crazy like john carlo and some of them do so listeners let's not put this into the public because the negative people may run wild with it it seems to me dd and Gary may not get along, and I'm keeping my watchful eye on it. Wow. That's, you're dropping a meteor on Tilted Towers. You don't get that reference, but a lot of the listeners Okay, don't. well, I don't, I don't, it's too negative, but so that's not my motherfucker, but that'll be like my negative segment of the podcast. Okay. Because I don't fine. want that to be true. I want, I'm looking into things, but I did do a little bit of research, and there's some substance to it that they don't, they don't have a handshake, and everybody has a handshake, Jake. Right. Everybody has a handshake, and everybody does fun shit. Like, I made a video, a guide to the Yankees' antics. Tanaka rubs Gary's belly. Sevy whacks the shit out of his head. Toe and them have a handshake. They All all the Latin players do the chops on top of the head. And Gary yeah. and Didi all do that, but they don't do anything together. So keep a watchful eye on Gary mm. and Didi's relationship. Where there's smoke, there's fire, they say. Or just more smoke, because it's already been the fire's already been put out. Jimmy thinks they're gonna have to trade both of them. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> Alright, you give your motherfucker. Yankee M Effer Again, like a band-aid, four wins. You know what? I'm I'll throw a bone to Miggy Anduhar just cause he he was one of the few Yankees that didn't hit that well. I think he finished he finished three for sixteen, um, one eighty eight, no walks. Uh, he had 
He did have a home run, one RBI, one run, all on his homer. I think this is, I guess, the downfall of Andujar. And this, this is an early hot take, I guess. He still has a lot to show. But it seems like this is a streaky dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, and which, you know, at the end of the year, the numbers are going to tell more of a story. But, you know, that's just tough from a guy because – you know, if you know a player streaky and then you, you hit that playoff series and he's just in a funk, you find yourself in a tight spot. So, I don't know. It's, again, like a Band-Aid, quick and easy MFR. Would, would like to see a little more consistency instead of becoming the AL's extra base hit leader in, in one series to now the next series you're out of it. So, spread it out? I don't know. Yeah, you never know. All right, uh, my next award. So, wait, we have two awards now. For those, for two those awards. two awards, they're miscellaneous. They can be reoccurring. They can be brand new. Okay, my first award, and this is the award for actually pretty good series award. Okay. Okay. And it goes to John Carlos Stanton. He's yeah, gee, he's easy. still getting torn apart by the fans, which I I I said I was fine with the booing. I never said I was pro booing. I don't boo myself, but. The people that were against it were, I think, being babies. I will say now, Jake, it should probably stop. The dude isn't doing that yeah. bad anymore, and and now the people are just boo hungry. Like they're like they're like trying to jump on the trend, and the trend has been dead. So they should probably stop now. The dude just went. He hit four thirty eight in this four game set. He had seven hits, sixteen at bats. He scored nine runs. Had three RBIs. Yeah, that's pretty wild. And one home run. Nine runs. And he did. That's more than two runs per game, Jim. Stat guy. Yeah. And this um, this game that Gary just hit the walk-off on, Stan legged out an infield single to pass the bat to Gary. His sprint speed was 29.6 feet to seconds, which is up near the 30-plus level. It's almost elite the speed he ran to first to get that infield single. So I'm going to give Stanton some love. His home stretch was bad. His stats at home are still bad. But this four-game set, pretty good. And they're still booing him. He really is He really is a running back, man. Because he's, he's athletic. Um, like you mentioned, that chopper today, that was huge. His double today was huge, too. Yeah. So, so he went four for four. 0 for 4, 1 for 4, 2 for 4. So at three of the four games, he had a hit. And two of them, he had multiple hits. I don't know. Uh, the booing now is just like, I don't, I don't think they're doing it out of meanness at all. Now it's just a bunch of idiots who just want to jump on like the, hot, the yeah. hot train. And it's like, okay, now we're done with it. Let's move on and just be happy. Because when he was striking out five times in a game, that's why I was like, oh, that's fine. That's like really bad. You're allowed to boo really bad performances. He's been fine. So actually, good series award goes to Giancarlo Staunton. That's pretty nice, Jim. You're up. I will give my first of two awards. I will call this the, uh, I guess I am a top five shortstop in Major League (laughs) Baseball. (laughs) And, man, it's <coughs> Glaber Torres. No. Uh, oh, oh, we lost Man him. Uh, no, it goes to Didi. And Didi, 
Didi probably should have been one of our prides, but we're we're almost like bored with it's Didi like at this point. you're hogging you're hogging everything. It's it's becoming pretty silly. His his uh, I mean, just what didn't he, he had another three run home run? Like the he's gonna end up. I'll predict a KT sharp stat that he ends the year with the most three run home runs ever. He had a he had a grand uh, slam and then a three run homer slam four games in a row with a home run. Yeah, the the RBIs are just insane. Uh most by a shortstop ever in a month, right? Or just April or both? Some. I don't know. So, that's that's pretty insane. Yeah, he he deserved an award. He's he's playing a very solid shortstop as well. And yeah, if if you want to get into a fight with someone about rankings, he's he's really good. There are also other good shortstops out there that if you were fans of their teams, you'd like them. Correa, Lindor, Machado. So don't 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 overstep your boundaries, but just say, hey, our guy's really good. Really good. Really good. Hey, it's uh, uh really good. Really good. Didi Gregorius, really good. Good. Okay, my award. And this is my last of the day, and it's a tie for uh, "Good Job This Week" award. And Ooh, it's, you, you've you've toned down the awards. <laughs> well, okay, the "Good Job This Week" award, and it's a tie, Jake, okay. between Tanaka, CC, Gumby, Judge. Uh, Get Gumby out of there. That was a good game by him. It was okay. You were here talking up Sonny's game Gumby went better than Sonny no I was not talking up Sonny's game I said even if he got that fifth out fifth inning I'd say eh it was okay five innings two runs is an okay start sure but yeah he didn't have any he didn't have his stuff and he got through it pretty good not award fine I was just trying to make a joke that there's too many people that need awards I'll single it down to this you're so consistent I'm getting bored of it award Okay. It goes to judge. judge. I want to be excited. And it's like what Sevy's doing. It's like, I want to be so excited with how good you are. But dude, you're kind of so good. You're taking me out of excitement. Same with Sevy. Like when he's so good, he makes it look so easy that I don't even appreciate it. It's like everyone thought Robinson Cano was kind of a lazy, bad second baseman because he was so good. He made everything look really easy. And then everyone thought Dustin Pedroia was a really, really good second baseman because he made everything look like it was the toughest play he's ever made in his entire life because he was just jumping, diving, and like Cano got those balls standing up and threw it with ease. What Judge is doing, he's making the impossibly hard look so smooth and easy that I, I keep reminding, like, look at Judge's stats. They're amazing. And this this yeah. series, he hit 417. He had five for 12 with four runs, two RBIs, six walks, and one home run. And that yeah. is just um, a small sample that expands to his whole se- season so far. Like, that is a microcosm of what he's done this entire year, not just one four good games. And he's doing it with ease. I had someone ask me today if Judge was exceeding our expectations this year, and he is. Yeah, but but it goes on. Which is kind of crazy. It's kind of going by the wayside because you're like, yeah, it's just Judge doing Judge. And the other, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast or I've just mentioned it to you before. Who, Who even knows at this point? But 
it is funny because you'll watch Judge foul back a fastball and you're like, ah, I know he can get that. And like, that's unfair. Like to watch every pitch like that is insane for baseball. So Aaron Judge, really good. Boom. Boom. Happy birthday. Yeah. He had a home run on his birthday last year. Didn't hit a home run on his birthday this year. So what a dumb idiot. That could have been something really cool that he did forever. Like, oh, Judge always hits a home run on his birthday. Right. He was one for one and he blew that pretty bad. Who's got the most hits on the team right now, Jake? Most hits on the team? I would guess. I would guess Didi. He's tied with Judge, 29. See, you're forgetting how good Judge is because Didi is doing some things that we're not used to. So you just. I mean, the way you set it up, you're discrediting Judge, judge. which is my whole award. Judge, you're so good and consistent. I'm starting to not notice. You can't change the name of your award after you get it. What was it? I'm making that a what, I forget what it was. It was something about being so... You started with the... you. I think both of your awards were like, hey, you had a good series. No, that was my joke award where I gave it to five different people. My judge award was so consistent, right. it's getting boring. Okay. Award. Award. Now you go. Now I'll go. I'll, um... You know, sometimes these awards take on different shapes. <laughs> you can't, if you haven't told. But sometimes you have to give the same award, and it's the 2020 NL All-Star first base. This, now I'm making a hard and strict rule. This is your last time making that award slash joke. Why? Because I don't, I don't think it's funny right now. What if it comes true? You can't just peg that about every young player. <laughs> well, no. I, there's reasoning behind it. and So someone actually called this out, and I'll dive into it. So Tyler Austin, he went, what was he? He hit 308. He had two homers, seven RBIs. A, if you're a name we haven't mentioned a while on the podcast, Brian Cashman, give him some love because, and again, this is our backup first baseman who has been raking so far this year. Um, also has a really good on-base percentage so far, which I don't think he was known for, but he's been playing really well. He had a couple good plays with the glove recently, uh, which is nice to see. And so the reason that I, I make the NL All-Star joke is because, A, I don't know. When Greg Bird's right, he's better than Tyler Austin. Let's know that in Twitter world. The health is obviously concerned. We'll get there when we get there. Base sports turn. But the reason why I call Tyler Austin an NL All-Star is because he's very good on a fastball. And he it jumps off the bat. And this is the, the bad outfielder in me speaking, but it doesn't jump where you think it's going to go. When he slaps one to right field, it it looks kind of funky. I'm, I'm not saying that's a skill or anything, but he can handle a, a good fastball. He can handle anyone in the major leagues fastball. The off-speed stuff, I haven't seen him have the same success yet, and I think the National League is more of a fastball league. So that's how the joke is encompassed. When you what's, – what's the phrase? When you dissect a joke, you take all the fun out of it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, you ever dissected a frog? Yeah. Me too. I hated it. Okay. Um, a lot of guys could have gotten awards this week. Ooh, you, you gave an award to a lot of guys. So. That was fake, Jake. It, it was all redacted. Roger Tidactor. But, but CeCe, I think, Jason deserves Trent. some love. Six innings, no earned runs, yeah. two hits. And everyone was saying that they pulled him too early. I know some people don't want to believe in analytics, but the analytics and stats, like there's a mountain of evidence that says after like 85 pitches, CC stuff falls off a cliff, like yeah. really gets bad. So if you're in a close game, your guy who gets really bad 
statistically time and time again, or your guy in the bullpen who's got a fresh arm and statistically does really well time and time again. I don't have a problem. I think six innings, I don't, I don't know if CC's going to see a seven inning game unless he's at 70 pitches still. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how things develop with the bullpen and, I didn't realize that when Tyler Austin gets suspended, we're short a guy. So they're going to probably send down a bullpen guy. Did you know that? Yeah, you have to play. You can't unless it's suspension yeah. for PEDs or something else. If it's suspension for on the field behavior, then yeah. it's like a penalty in hockey. You just got to play a man down. So we're going to have a twenty-five man team. So they'll probably send down the eighth bullpen arm and bring up. Well, Drury might be back. Well, yeah, it depends when the suspension is. It could because they're going to need an an outfielder in theory. We'll see. We'll see on that. But um, yeah, show show Cookie Cookie some love. Man. Why are they going to need an outfielder so far? If Tyler Austin goes down. I don't know. In my head, I was just thinking on the bench it would be because Neil Walker goes to start, and then the bench turns into Romine Torres. I don't know. I guess you don't need a bench outfielder, but we don't have one right now. I, could be Drury or could be Clint, depending on that suspension. Clint just started a game in single A. You know he's ready, bro. Just don't look at any of the stats or the past numbers. Just watch me field some fly balls in center field, Boone. I'm good. <laughs> no, let me go out there. Dude, I was I went down a rabbit hole of Clint Frazier yeah. stuff. Sometimes I check up on myself. Like, hey, am I too, go. Am I too mean on Clint? Am right. I not seeing – are the signs I'm seeing forced? You know, sometimes I check up on myself. He's got a real checkered past, dude. He's just got so many quotes, um, so many stories about, like, how he's just like a bad teammate. Do you know that's what his AAA – when he got called up last year, the only, the advice that is that Al Pederique, the AAA coach, said be a better teammate? Like, that was his <laughs> be a good teammate? Like yeah. this, and it's known that some of the veterans last year didn't like Clint. I mean, he's kind of the forgotten man now. I, I, I don't know where he plays. There's no room for him to be on the bench. I think he's definitely slotted for a lot of time in AAA, barring injuries. Yeah, I've I've got something because we we didn't have a lot of low points this episode. Something that has to be mentioned, and sh- maybe we'll make this our MF first because we we didn't really want to do them. Did the errors, six errors this series. And, you know, it's fun when you win a game eight to three and you have four errors, you shrug and dance. You lose that game and you look at that four in the error spot and you say, holy smokes, we've got a problem. So it's, I don't, are they lazy errors? Are they bad errors? So, I, I don't know how to describe them. Like, it's nothing that scares me long because term, they're not kind of like tighten it up. It's not like a Chase Headley error at third where like they're just, Straight up ball you hits can't make that, the throw. Yeah, yeah, or like they're just missing with their glove. The errors are like when a play gets extended. So they throw home to Gary. Gary throws to Glaber at first. He misses it. Like then or today, Hicks like bobbled the ball in the outfield. Yesterday, Giancarlo bobbled or Judge bobbled the ball in the outfield. So they're they're like these ticky tack errors that allow a runner to move up a base, but but not really allow a hitter to get on per error. Do you get what I'm saying? Like these recent ones, they're yeah. all just like sloppy play that advanced the runner one, which sucks. And there's a big, but it's not as big as, okay, we just blew the out for an error. Yeah. And it's not, 
I guess what I was hinting at before, it's not like, wow, Miguel Andujar has made the same error going to his left three times in a row. That's going to be a serious problem. They're all just kind of random, funky, hicks, bobbles a ball, blah, blah, blah. Those, they're not lazy. They're just, <laughs> okay, early season, we'll let him go. If it becomes a regular thing, then it's like, all right, stop. Yeah. It's not good. Surely not good. And a lot of the errors, like I think like maybe 25% are pitchers throwing pickoff moves and completely botching them. Yeah. All right. Not good. Uh, we have the Angels coming up. When I lived on the East Coast, I used to call these canker sore series because I would stay up really late. And when I uh, don't get a lot of sleep, I get canker sores. So that's what I would call West Coast trips because for, for you guys listening that live in New York, 10 p.m. starts, that is hellish. Yeah. So I'll be up. Uh, it's only 7 p.m. for me. We got the Angels, Jake. Who I don't know. And I didn't. I I didn't do any prep. Do you have stuff? Who Who are we seeing? So game one is Sevy versus Andrew Haney, younger guy. None of the Yankees. Three of the Yankees have at bats against him. Hicks, Gregorius, Gardy. Gardy's one for three. Didi's 0 for two. Hicks is 0 for three. So. A new arm, a lefty arm, though. We're, we're supposed to abuse lefties. I guess something to watch for is at the top of the lineup, if they move Guardy or something like that. I know that's a hot topic that you and me don't love. He's but, got this, – this uh, kid This kid is, has made two starts this year, uh, five innings pitched, seven hits, three earned runs, and then 4.1 innings pitched, six hits, seven earned runs. I would be a little upset if they move Guardy for a pitch, a lefty of this caliber. I understand it for sale, for price, for Keichel, yeah. but for Andrew Haney, who's coming off two bad games, I don't really, I don't want to move Gardner for that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I know you you talked about it with CC and the pitches, but the big thing is times through the lineup nowadays. Um, I mean, whenever I just see a left-handed pitcher. Uh, especially if it's not a big name. You just think the Yankees are going to wear him out, obviously rooting for that. But meanwhile, Seve, our, our dude, Jesus, he's just – he's a stud, man. Any of the halos. Ian Kinsler's had a couple couple good at-bats. He's got a home run off of him. No real history with anyone else. I hear that Trout guys on, on Anaheim is pretty good. Los Angeles, excuse me. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, do they still do that whole thing? That's what it is, yeah. That's awful. But, yeah, you're with Seve on the mound and Andrew Haney. <laughs> Another hot take. Yanks are going to want that first game pretty bad. Good. Back to you in the booth. All right, Garrett Richards in game two, who is a guy who I've always liked because uh, he kind of had cool stuff for a while. He got hurt, came back this year. He's made five starts. He just It doesn't seem like he goes the distance. He's gone six innings once. Uh, but he's never really blew the game. Like, he's never been the reason they lost. So, five innings, one earned run, 4.1 innings, one earned run, 5.2, two earned runs. So, his last start, six innings pitch with 11 strikeouts. So, I guess his stuff is still there. It yeah. seems like maybe he's throwing a lot of pitches or I don't know. And he's, he's got a pretty tough injury history, but when he plays, he's supposed to be pretty good. But career versus the Yanks, 0-3 with a 6-6-5 ERA. Bum. Bum. You're a bum. <laughs> Do any of the guys have numbers off of them? I, I guess Guardy's two for five. Yeah, so no, he'll no, be no. batting leadoff that day. Oh, dude, my, the next pitcher is Tyler Skaggs. Yes. <laughs> Can I say Skagit on the air? I don't know. That used to be something we said all the time in college. I don't know if yeah. it's appropriate anymore. 
we forgot to say. Well, we got we Tanaka's going the second game. Tanaka Tuesdays on Saturday. Ah, um, it's tough. Nobody with great. Well, Trout's got pretty solid numbers. Kinsler and Cole Calhoun have homered off of Tanaka. Great numbers against the Angels. One and zero with a one six three ERA and four four starts. He loves he loves he loves the West Coast closer to the Japan. Good sushi. Yeah. Do you think him and Otani say hi? Yeah. Do you think he likes Otani? Yeah. I don't think so, man. You don't think so? You think <laughs> Tanaka's one of those guys that just walks by him and goes, sellout. Yeah. You're a sellout. You're a little bitch, dude. <laughs> Us Japanese pitchers come out here for good money and championships. You like watching me rub Gary's belly? Oh, you like that? <laughs> you sick fuck? You like that? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought, thought you were cool, Masa. Okay. <laughs> Then in the third game, we have a guy named Tyler Skaggs pitching for the Angels. And yes. I'm going to be honest with you guys. The SK sound sk, is sk. my favorite sound in the um, English language, I think. So anyone that has a name like Skaggs or there was a quarterback with a name like this at one point too. I just really like them. Uh, so I only yeah. like Skaggs because of his name. Skelton. It's a fun name. Skelton. Skelton. Skelton, NFL draft, former Fordham QB. Yes, yes. So uh, Skaggs is uh, coming off a really good start. Seven innings pitched, zero earned runs versus Houston. That is really good. Before that, yeah. 4.1 innings, six earned run to Boston. That's really bad. And Boston. Uh, he's having a good, a pretty That's good that, year. That was before Boston's curse, though. And we've never seen Skaggs before. Giancarlo has two at-bats versus him, one walk, nothing else. Get out of here, Skaggs, you bum. You bum. Uh, and we have Big CC on the mound. Again, Kinsler with some solid numbers. Trout with good numbers. That's that's a tough <laughs> tough at-bat for CC. Other, other than that, no, nothing really jumps out. Hey, Angels are a good team. It looks like the Yankees would have a leg up in this series. They're playing good ball. Seve's on the hill tomorrow. They're ace. If they can get that first win... I, I say this, and I always think it's lame, but you win that first one, it kind of takes things off of Tanaka and CeCe's shoulders. You say, we got these boys going. We got the big sticks. We win one of these next two. We win the series. So I know you don't love that when I, when I take that route. That you you want to win every game. Yeah, you just want to win. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I'm a, hey, and the, old, the, the other thing that we're going to – I'll say every series – if we can do bad things to Andrew Haney that first game and jack up their bullpen, would be huge again. Would be huge. Okay, now that is all for Yankees talk. Next up, uh, next segment, what's in the news? They caught the California Golden State killer, Jake. I heard about that. And Kanye West is tweeting a lot. Yeah. Just joking. We don't. We only talk about the Yankees. So that was... I did. I, if we're wrapping up, I, I had... Something I was I was gonna give to the fans a little bit. Let's hear it. What do you got for the listeners? Well, you know I love the NFL draft. Yep. And you know I have a B squad John Gruden impression. Yeah. And I just caught myself doing some Gruden about the Yankees today, and I was running hot before, so I figured I'd. You want to end it with it the, the you want to end it with a Gruden impression? I think I was gonna give some Gruden and, and talk about some Yankees. It started with Gary today in his walk off, and I just naturally started talking in my Gruden voice. Let's hear it. 
So I I watch Gary hit the walk off, and I go, I got I got to throw you up, man. This Gary Sanchez. If I had this guy on my roster, El Gary, the Kraken, I throw him at fullback I formation every play. Judge Stanton, double tight ends. We're running I formation, babe. We're blocking CC, all the big boys. Do you see that Dellen Batances guy when he's right? Holy smoke! But I got to tell you what, this young guy, Glaber Torres, this guy's a baseball player. I love this guy. If the Yankees were a football team, who would be the quarterback? Ooh, the Yankees were a football team. Who would be the quarterback, huh? I think I have an answer. If the Yankees were a football team and you're looking around for a quarterback, I think you start with the Aaron Judge. Big guy. Nope. Big no, frame. No, he's a tight, he's a, no, he's a tight end. A tight end slash quarterback. Tim Tebow. Oh, okay. I got Hicks behind center. Hicks, strong arm. Rocket arm because you got Aaron – See, I'm picturing Aaron Hicks more as a free safety. He's covering ground, but he's not scared to come up and hit you. You know what I'm saying? The John Lynch type. The Yankees only play offense. Guardy is definitely your slot (laughs) receiver. Guardy is definitely the slot slot receiver. Uh, Nothing more obvious than that. I think Gary maybe like a fullback. Yeah. Um, Then you got Giancarlo, who's a, a, a wide receiver. I have, I have them as double tight end. They're like new age tight ends. Okay, well you can do that. And then um, maybe Didi at quarterback is that fun? Tyler Austin's your Luke Keekley crazy guy. Luke Keekley, but they yeah. don't do defense. The Yankees, but they don't play defense. Yeah, so. so he's he's also a slot receiver. That's like a nut job. That's <laughs> he's he's Wayne Corbett. He just goes over the middle and gets destroyed yeah, every he, play, he, but he loves it. He's the slot receiver that's just doing Heinz Ward blocks. Like that's his only yes. job. Yeah. Blocking receiver, Tyler Austin. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Glaber, Torres, uh, and Andrew. He's like Hart. a running back. They're on the pitch. They're just playing soccer next door. They're playing soccer. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes the kicker, Ronald Torres. And that's <laughs> and that's that's talking Yanks football style. Toe, Toe's the running back. He's like your Jaquiz Rogers. He's like I'll just hide behind the big no, guys. Oh, Toe is the kicker. What's Dellen Batansis? He's on the line. No. He's he's the left tackle you get frustrated with because you're like, man, he could be so good, but sometimes he just gets the shit beat. Chapman, Chapman's uh, your per- like you need a you need a personal pen- penalty. You need to set a message, and you don't. He yeah. doesn't even have to hit anyone. He just you just run him out to the line just for intimidation. Like, oh, I don't want to yeah. line up against that psychopath. No. Yeah. If yeah yeah. Do you- or backup. Oh quarterback. no, like, you know who just a no. strong armed. No no no. You know who the backup quarterback is. Who's that? David Robertson, and he's the best backup quarterback in the world. Just yeah, like you're right. Positive influence, like go get it, man. Holding yeah. the clipboard backwards, hat, just fist pumping and cheering you on the whole time. Doug Flutie, part two. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Okay. Well, this was a segment we didn't realize we were going to do. Worked out though. And someone that we just need to mention who didn't come up in the podcast at all, Jason Shreve, dude. Jason Shreve came in a legit situation and pitched his way out of it. Yeah. But he, he also gave up his first earned run this year, so he's trash. But it shouldn't have even been an earned run because it was the ball that dropped between Hicks and Gardy or Hicks and Stanton. Yeah, it dropped in between them. Shouldn't have been. So Chasen, 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 Chasen Shreve came into that game, and it was the fog everywhere, bases loaded, and he just ran out from the bullpen, and he looked at the Twins and said, Ah, you think the fog is your ally? He's like the Forrest Gump I was team. born in the fog. Molded by it. <laughs> what was? Are you okay? What I, was that? I was trying to do Bane. Born in the dark, molded by it, but I can't do that. Born in the dark, molded by it. The fog yeah, was kind of cool. Something. Fog was kind of cool. 
It was. Oh, I have a, I have a hot take. Scalding hot, hot take. take. Domingo Herman is one notch better than Luis Sessa, but everybody loves Herman. And I knew you were going. Everybody hates Sessa. They both show signs of dominance in their first inning, where you're like, "Oh shit, this dude's got good stuff." Sessa hits 100 on the gun and then throws nasty breaking stuff. And they both, and they're both like, you think, "Oh, but Sessa's not young." Yeah, they're both pretty young still. Herman's like one drop younger and one drop better so far. Uh, but everyone hates Luis Sessa, and Domingo Herman is on his way, like so far, to being the same exact guy. That's my hot take about Herman. I see Herman being better. I've I've mentioned several times. I strictly see him as a reliever. I think the way his windup is, all of all of it yells relief pitcher to me. And man, I I know it wasn't pretty in that home run. I think Judge could have caught. That's unfair to Stanton. But Herman, if he can give you three innings, one run out of a bullpen trip, I'll you'll take that all day. I will, and, it, and it's good. It held, it held it, and it got us the win. But I I don't think I think he's like similar to Sessa, where the first inning is so good and the stuff is so good, and then like two or three innings, he's going to give up some runs, and you're like, well, he, he did show signs of brilliance. Like at one point, we were talking about Sessa the same way we talk about Herman now. I hope. Herman goes back, like wins us back, and like does pan out because Sessa never did. Yeah, I, I just there was never the transition with Sessa. We still talk about Sessa as a starter. Like Sessa, the reliever, has never really fully been brought up. I think he'll be a pretty good one inning reliever or one or two inning reliever. And he he might be. Yeah, he may be. But that's I I think that's the difference between him and Herman right now. We've strictly seen Herman as a come in and get us two innings, Big Daddy. Yeah. All right. We're running talking Yanks. We're running yeah, super we're late long. this episode. We got into a whole NFL thing. I will say I think we're two two reviews away from two hundred on um, Give us two iTunes. So if two of you could go leave a five star review, six if it's possible, uh, just to get us break that two hundred number, that would be really nice. And if more of you want to do it, that's fine too. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad we got to give you a happy, joyous episode. It was nothing that Jake and I did. It was all the Yankees because we're all uh, so go Yankees go. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees.